what is happening, fam? If you uh, took the time to stumble upon this, rather by coincidence or on purpose, appreciate it. It's, uh, it's becoming an outlet for me to uh, get to talk about some things that are going on and uh, just some things that I've been through. And yeah, I'll see what I, can, what I can do for you. I am here to serve is the ultimate goal to relate my experiences and opinions and things that I've been through from whatever that may be to maybe you're in a similar spot. I feel like that the people who will stumble upon this uh, might take away something particular to help them. Nothing happens by accident. Nothing is a random occurrence. Everything is a spiderwebbed series planned of events that you have decided to participate in. And uh, whether you know that or not, you know, it's the magic of the, the butterfly effect of the world. If you can hear my voice, this shit might change the rest of your forever. Or might make you laugh or at least poke fun or say, hey, fuck this guy. He's an idiot. So without further ado, it is the end of the year. I think I'm going to squeeze this one out on the 31st if I can uh, get up in there in time. <laughs> and... uh yeah, man, I'm in a, a cool, odd part of my, my life right now. But before I go on talking about myself, you know, I just wanted to, to generalize that message to, to anyone who might hear this. So if you ever woke up one day, maybe looked around, took a good long look in the mirror, or, you know, it's, it's that first couple steps to work in the morning, it's, it's whatever it is that you do on a daily basis that makes you say, man... I didn't fucking want to do this. Like if you could rewind and it might be that one thing that when you were a, a younger lad back in the day, whether that's 10, two or years ago or a few months ago for whatever your situation is and said, man, I would hate to be doing this. I don't want to do this. When I grow up, there's no fucking way I'm going to do blank. And then you realize that years later that you might actually be that person doing. And it doesn't have to be everything. It might be one silly little thing. It doesn't have to be your employment. Maybe your employment's not a problem. Maybe it's the, the smoking you said you'd quit. Maybe it's the, the coffee that's, that, 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 that's killing you and you spent all this time. You just haven't did it. Well, if there's, one, if there's something that's been in your way purposely bothering you and you've let time go by and not did anything about it knowing that it's something intentionally you shouldn't do but you continued to reap that anyway and then you put that math equation in plus time dude you're gonna wake up with an overwhelming weight on your shoulders or your belly or wherever that weight might fall that says damn this is way further than I ever thought I'd be and I have no idea how I'm going to get out of this. Or maybe, you know, I know most of the people I've come in contact with kind of say, damn, this is not what I want to do, but I'm so far deep in, I don't have a choice, right? Yes, sir. It's the yes, sir mentality, whatever you say, sir, because there's, you know, nothing else in life for them. So they end up doing these mediocre jobs for a living or they end up in a relationship or they end up with a body or they end up with a soul that drives them nuts and everybody's going to live with this to some extent or the other 
whether, you know, you want to or not. There's always, you know, something to improve on. But I'm talking in general to, you know, the people that, hey, you might have come in contact with me or I've met you or, or some sort of the thing. And, uh, you know, that's a shitty place to be in. Me, I've spent the last, I don't know, two years making a series of just having doors open. Those little thoughts, little feelings, little observations that I've had the blessing of having influences come into my life that have like spelled that stuff out in words, you know, not saying this is a, there's no sponsors here, but yeah, if you haven't heard of a first form or three of seven or any of those people who have the opportunity to actively engage in changing your life with maybe a sentence, maybe a weekend, maybe a few hours of actual realization of accountability and what you're capable of, man, it's, it's incredible. So when, when I first heard of all these things, right, from Googling, you know, motivational speeches on my way to work, trying to listen to Rocky music because I could not stand the task that was placed upon me at this multi-billion dollar company I had been working at for years at the time. I had a kid at home. I was pulling, you know, 60 hour weeks. I was gone all the time. And I was like, man, you know, this is not the life I want to live. I can't stand this. I was doing them things just to, to get my mind in a good headspace so that I could show up and not want to rip everybody's fucking head off when I would see the fat, lazy pieces of shit that wanted to sleep in their cars. So, uh, that's kind of how I heard about 75 Hard. I started listening to, you know, some of those, those things. I looked into it, what it was. And yeah, to me, I was like, this is just like near impossible, right? I've never never done anything like this you know and I I, I'm a little bit active I didn't even know what dieting was and and it took a year to get to the end of like actually figuring out how to track food micros and how to like realize what intake and outtake looks like on paper but anyway so 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 I was living a life that I absolutely did not want to live. It was the opposite of anything I had wanted to do up to that moment. And, you know, everyone lives in their own hell, go to say. <coughs> Excuse me. We would get told all the time, you know, I'm doing so proud. Of, you know, we're all proud of you. You got this great job. You know, you got the insurance and the vacation time and the benefit. And you're just doing so great. And that shit would send a, a chill up my Back that would just make me so uncomfortable every time I would try to shrug it off with a little smile or, you know, like, hey, you know, some not sarcasticness, but I guess that's just kind of the way I sound sometimes when, uh, you know, only getting started or I haven't really done anything yet. Like, yeah, I show up on time. Yeah, I, you know, do the task they place in front of me. I might do it a little bit better than some of the people around me or I felt like I did or I got more of a like literally more work done in a day than most of the people around me. There's only one guy that's ever outworked me. And uh, he'd probably still outwork me. And he's in his 60s. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, what do you do? Have you ever woke up like that? You ever felt like everything sucks? And you just got to do something about it? So, when I discovered 75 Hard, I did that whole thing. I think it was, it had nothing to do, you know, and if you've, if you've ever heard of that program, or you've never participated in it, it has nothing to do with fitness. Just just a little heads up there for when you do go to investigate that, it has nothing to do with that. So 
I kept hearing it repeated over and over again. Looked into it, found out what it was, talked to my wife, uh, went to Swamp Fest out at Spider MX, big old party on a Saturday with some BMX guys doing some wild stuff. And, uh, like did that on purpose, man, bought gallons of water, bought some books, like was like, all right, man, we're going to, we're going to start this on Monday. Took like 14 days to, to really get on to like day three anyway. So, uh, fast forward, you know, about six months, you know, I think I'm in the middle of phase one. And just from the intake of the books alone, me being from, a lower class family where video games were definitely on every Christmas list way above books because there's no way that I could even really read or or had the the effort will or want to. And those books absolutely opened my decision making to what my next course of action was going to be and that I was in control of those actions. So I quit the job, you know, went to this company, the grass is greener, went to this, you know, I'm going to have to start my own. Uh, just, just all these, these motions that I feel like maybe some people have, maybe some people think about, maybe some people want to do, but somehow it's the, the execution, the action, right? The, the moment of glory. When, when someone is there, now is the time to take action and actually do something most people hesitate. And they die on the inside slowly at a time to wake up one day and actually be a dead walking robot zombie who only does the same things to look for fulfillment that they never find. Ah, so let's, uh, let's fast forward through a lot of that crap because if you've listened to this show at all and let's just I'm going to assume you did and because that makes an ass out of you and me. See, now we're all asses in the room. So, uh. Current situation, I am living a day-to-day routine that if you would have interviewed me even after I thought I had it, you know, all figured out and we had this game plan, I've notebook, journaled, visualized, like, you know, bought a house in a different state, moved, like all these things were going to happen according to plan. And then, you know, sometimes the plan doesn't fall apart all it never falls apart. Everything falls into place exactly the way it's supposed to be. It might not have been the way that you thought it was going to be. So current situation, you know, I'm working the out of town job, which is something it's funny. I always preached that that would be like worst case scenario, right? I didn't like working the long hours when I was working an hour away. Fucking thing. Much less working long hours being 10 hours away or six hours away or to wherever it is that I might end up being sent to, you know, next. <clears throat> Excuse me again, man. I'm, I'm sorry if that blows your speakers up or it sounds like shit. You know, my bad. Anyway, so uh, I'm not sure. That's not something that I, I would ever imagine myself doing. It's always something I said would as a bad parent. You know, if you could have asked me what uh, absolutely opposite of what I would want. You know, what's worst case scenario for a family? It's the life that I currently worked ourselves into through some of the decisions that we thought we were making to the best of our ability. Whether it was like starting this business here, uh, doing these things, like I'm working out of town, which I've always said, if the father's out of town, that's going to create a weak family unit at home and you guys aren't going to have the you know, communication and tight knit actions that a family is going to need to survive or to profit in the long run. You know, the teaching hard work to your kids, teaching these little lessons, 
and uh, my wife has got a great good uh, opportunity at her new career, you know, and uh, she's in uh, police academy, she's kicking ass, she's learning all of these new things, it's going great with her 75 hard, her fitness journey, her just being one of the top performers of what she's doing, and she's she's excelling at it greatly, which is also pulling from just any of those, you know, those dreams, this, this notebook I have of ideas and goals and hopes, and me being gone, her being gone, the kids are in daycare, which is something I've preached since before my four-year-old daughter was born that was just, I don't know, it's just not something I agreed with. It's a lot like, uh, you know, is McDonald's bad for you? Are drugs bad for you? I just thought daycare is not a good development for the, the child. I always understood that there are situations that people in certain predicaments have to put themselves in. I've also seen child care facilities that are to the utmost of importance with, you know, a military community or a certain workforce that might have a place or, you know, these things that are implemented. But my wife's also worked in some pretty raggedy daycares when she was 18, 19. And, and I've seen the way that some of these kids get treated. And it's not something that I would ever want to subject my kids to. I just didn't think that, you know, with her having the job opportunity she did, we did get hooked up with a, they call it a grandma daycare kind of place. I got to go and talk to ladies and that's where our kids are going to, you know, school at this point, which is just, again, it's, it's outfitting, subbing off the education to your children to another person on a day-to-day -day basis at a young age when they're sponges, which is not my desired outcome for the family because I want us to be resilient and strong and at least at a unity. I want my kids to learn the value of hard work and that's only going to come from them copying the parents and whatever it is that they see on a daily basis. I don't want my kids to dig ditches or have to work at McDonald's. It's not the hard work I'm talking about. I just want them to be winners. If you have children and you want to give them everything, I can promise you the, the spoiled brat of a kid that grows up that might have had not, you know, just everything handed to them or maybe some things were easier they were allowed to quit it's not that they don't learn how to work hard they never learn to fend for themselves and survive yeah I don't want my kids to dig ditches or work at McDonald's but if they're going to be a doctor or they're going to play a sport or they're going to cook food or they're going to whatever it is that their passion that they pursue is I want them to understand that if you're going to be the best at that not not good not great. If you're going to be the absolute best at what it is that you choose to do, you're going to have to work harder than that than any other person that's currently ever done that thing that you are trying to do. That's showing up early. That's staying up late. That's extra, extra, extra reps again and again and again. And that's, that's the, the realization of the, the program and some of the things it put together and where we're at. So, I am getting extremely long-winded here, and it might be a little hard to put things to together. Uh, why did I choose for us to accidentally end up in here? Well, I didn't. Probably just like you might not have chose to woke up with whatever it is that is your current bother or problem, right? It was a series of making the best decisions possible with the information provided and what the next step was going to be. And then, uh, you know, this opportunity opens and this and take this and take this. And it's a mix of, you know, not wanting to cower down or say no to things that could be opportunities and then trying to make the absolute best for, for ourselves in the moment. Some people don't even actively ever try to make good decisions and it falls apart. 
I have been trying with every fiber of like my mind, body, and soul to invest into myself and our our life to provide <coughs> some sort of outreach or example or help that we can lead in a field of other people to. And by doing so, uh, we have created, If you know, it's, it's not like, you know, anything's bad around here. There's not, uh, you know, nothing's wrong. It's just when I write down on paper the way we're living and the way the goal was, it's a north and south comparison to where I want to be. We have a 90-day plan of starting after the new year to reconvene at that time our current situation and what our our next plan of opportunity is. I have some training in that that process or in that time frame, you know, where, you know, we're going to every time that happens, you know, something something idea, inspiration person will just come into my life. It'll be a conversation. I probably need to call some friends back that I haven't spoken to on the phone in a long time that really does help stimulate some of those ideas because without fellowship even in conversation of spoken word, you don't have anything other than your own suggestions or opinions to go off of. And if you surround yourself with people who don't have standards or their standards low or can't ever make a difference, like that's something that you're going to do too. So with the new year coming up, if you've, uh, if you've never done 75 hard, it's definitely something good to look into. If you don't have an accountability buddy or someone to hold you accountable for things. It's something to to reach out about or to look into because those things are out there. Uh, and, you know, it's not a bad thing to wake up and be somewhere you don't want to be. It's a bad thing to be there, acknowledge it, and not have any plan to get out to not have any suggestion, way, or hope, and you just think that things are the way they are. Your bank account is what you decide you want it to be. Your your body that you look at in the mirror, you know, just all of these things. Like, no, it's not a flick of a switch, but it is what you do today plus what you do tomorrow plus what you think about plus what you do when no one's watching, plus how you feel, and then all of that as a math equation over time, because time is the biggest. It's like all these things are plus, plus, plus multiplied by time gets you a giant number, right? I don't know. That was a, I, I, I didn't do so great in algebra, so I might've got a little confused on the, the X, S, Y, S axis, you know, on that one. Anyway. 69 degrees north. So here's a little uh, a little tidbit that I wrote down on August 3rd of 22. And I figured what a better time to share that. I feel like it's a little bit on topic of the way that I feel, the things that I wanted to talk about, just because uh, the new year's about to come around. You know, this is the time that everybody's going to do something different they ever did. Uh, I started a couple days early, uh, a few weeks early. I really just wanted to have a jump on the new year. So outside looking in observations. Remember, if you're hearing this and it rubs you the wrong way, if you see some people with things, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there, there's, there's fat people that are successful. There's assholes that are successful. But outside looking in observations are always only from your point of view. 
whether you're looking down or up, you see things from your point of view. So this is just some of the things that I've happened to notice in the people that I've came in contact with in my life. When you think it's perfectly fine to show up late to every place that you go, you set yourself up for not having any accountability for any of the other decisions that you make or the things that you say you're going to do. Not holding yourself to where you're supposed to be when other, yeah, not holding yourself to where you're supposed to be can lead to lack of not doing all of the other things you're supposed to. Not doing those things around the house. Not finishing that thing that's sitting in the garage. Not finding a way out of a troublesome situation when that situation occurs due to your lack of trying to understand how to do things or when to do things. Show up on time, do things when you say them gonna, you're going to do them, and you'll be amazed at how easy it is to find your way out of some of the most difficult situations that your life may end up in. The simple ability to say, I will do this, and your heart and soul believe that action with confidence is the difference maker in everything you have and everything you've wanted. I know multiple couples, small town people that I've met who refuse to get married due to their want of government assistance. Things like food stamps, WIC, Medicaid, unemployment, all of the handouts that are sly but similarly equal to communism. The same people who take advantage of those entitleties are the same people who wish that they had better things but don't understand why they can't make all of their dreams come true. Why they can't, you know, take, you know, when they can't take basic care of themselves or their kids without help from a food source. They can't put food in their kid's mouth without asking for someone else to feed them. They could care less about understanding those programs or they, why those programs were put in place. I understand they were put there for people who are on hard times, who need things like that to get by and survive. But, which is not a great way to, uh, you know, write here, but, you know, in my defense, in my observation, in my point of view from my corner of the world, every person that I've ever come in contact with in my entire life that takes advantage of those things has absolutely all of the capabilities to provide all of them things. They lack the effort or the capability to try because those things are available. They would rather smoke cigarettes on the porch, drink beer, and watch football than work Saturdays because they have food stamps at home. Their, their, their sick kid gets to go to the doctor for free so they get to buy tires for the golf cart. You know, it's, it's, it's these, these decisions that, you know, I'm not saying they're made out of evil, but they're definitely made on a daily basis. And if your observation from that point of view doesn't see anything wrong, you might not be having a moral compass that points towards the things that you have actually desired to have in your life. If that's happiness in any way, shape or form, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, I come from a 
uh, white trash, drug infestless, infested, mostly, you know, useless people in my surrounding. You know, uh, most of the, the people were completely capable of taking care of themselves that I've ever seen. They've just made a lot of bad choices to lead them to their current situation. You know, I chose to get married because I thought that that was the right thing to do. I knew that if starting a family and moving forward was going to be one of my goals in life, then I don't want to do anything half-ass. I do it the way that makes it feel right, the way it makes it feel right to me. Never once in my mind did I think in that process, well, I'm going to need the government to feed my newborn baby, so maybe I shouldn't do this. I feel like the same person who doesn't show up on time or who doesn't want to get married so that their baby can get some government free food is the same person who blames every person in their life for all the stuff that they don't have. The same person that no matter what, they're always going through something hard, always fighting a battle, always up against the wall, always it's something that's a problem in their life. And you can bet that it's somebody else's fault. It's definitely not theirs. Every person is already in possession of everything that you deserve from all of decisions that you've made up to that current point in your life. Good or bad, that's a math equation. It's not arguable. I always liked math class. That was fun to me because there was no, I could argue science. I could argue anything else that has a theory or a hypothesis or a guess, but math has an answer. And they generally at the beginning of the test would tell you the little formula to get the answer. Your decisions, your choices, your effort plus are multiplied by time is everything you have, everything and you are and everything you want. You are in possession of everything you need to at any given point to be capable to change those decisions. You can change your physical possessions. You can change your physical body. You can change your viewpoint, your opinion. You can change your effort. They're all choices that you can take advantage of whenever you decide. Make that choice. You know, this year, among any year that's coming up, is uh, foggy, to say the least, from a... a I'm not even going to say a political point of view. That's giving it too much narrowsome from an entire world point of view of what the fuck is about to happen, right? Trust me, you don't want to be out of breath. You don't want to be the weakest member of your community who is living a life that you are absolutely uncomfortable of. You will not rise to some occasion with Rocky music playing in the background out there with your gun that you've shot three times last year. You are going to fall in seconds to the level of your training that you've conditioned yourself to be able to endure. I promise. But even if you don't, if the whole world's going to be fine, right? Sunshine and rainbows, you should still probably, probably maybe, yeah, just maybe. Do something fucking different. So understanding emotions. This is, uh, I got one more here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up. So not everyone can have their heartstrings pulled on by mere moments or actions every day. The more I learn, the more I cry when I hear songs. 
I get teary-eyed when I read certain words. The realization that emotion, effort, and reaction are all choices regardless of circumstances once you realize that you are in control. Once you realize that, you will second-guess every decision you've ever made your entire life. But second-guessing is hesitation. Hesitation is death and war, and we are all fighting a battle every single day. Whether it's a battle inside your head, a battle out loud, a battle with others, or a battle with things that you can't even control. If you know better, then do better. That is the only thing that will cure your second guessing. That is the only thing that will give you confidence. Go and kill some of those things that have been trying to kill you for years and get the fuck after it. Take it easy, y'all. I'll see you next year. It's a fucking thing, man.